Ashe, Etese, Namaste, Grand Rising, and how you they shine. tribal modern mystic brothers it's nirvana and you are now listening to the number one astrology and philosophy podcast for your average or supernatural melanated brother the pluto shines has make effect if this is your first episode here i want to go ahead and personally pluto shine you up i thank you for listening in and i hope your week is full of wealth and abundance in all forms so what's good kings and commanders i'm back with a new episode and In this week's episode, I wanted to talk about Mars and Libra and Mars in general. So this has been something that's been weighing on my mind for a little bit. And I've been telling myself like, yo, I want to do an episode on this because I think this is a really interesting topic. And that is the notion of can a Taurus or a Libra weaponize love? Can they use love in a way that is harmful? So stick around with me for the next 40-ish minutes and yeah, let's dive into it. So as far as astrology is concerned, in order to weaponize something, to make something a weapon, to attack something, to fight against something, to fight off something, we're talking about Mars. We're talking about Mars and everything to do with the planet Mars, right? What is the planet Mars? Mars is literally the male planet. It's the male symbol on the public washrooms. (laughs) It represents the divine masculine. It represents our ambition, men, guns, violence. Um, It represents fighting, combat, to separate. These are all things that Mars represents. Mars can also represent athleticism, competition. If you guys watched my Full Moon in Pisces Hype Horoscope video um, on YouTube, in that video, I talked about how lately I've been diving into the book, The Rulership Book by Rex E. Bills. And I've been just reading about different planets and what they rule and different signs of what they rule. And it's literally like a dictionary or like an encyclopedia for so many different things that is ruled by different energies, right? And it's a wonderful resource that I highly, highly, highly recommend. And so just referencing the book that I have here, uh, let's see, like, we also have things like the army, which is kind of obvious with the whole combat, right? and fighting. We have acrobatics. We have action in general, physical activity. We have animals of prey are ruled by Mars. We have bravery. We have things like daggers, um, daring, eagles, and energy. Also egotism. 
So, and I can go on and on and on, but you already see here, like the list of the things that Mars rules, they're pretty, they're not, they're not soft kind of things, right? They're things that are more, that have a little bit of spark to them, have a little bit of action. They're, they're a little bit more action oriented. They're a little bit more things that would tend to cause a problem with people right because one of the main things that mars does is separate it separates you from kind of thinking everything is okay and everything is nice it's like no fuck that shit like it's it's radical individualism as well you know standing up for yourself and fighting for what you believe in although that has like a jupiter component to that but i digress I'm also just reading here that it, it also represents acne, which is interesting because it's like your skin is like attacking you. <laughs> your skin is having like a reaction to something, right? It's having a like a breakout of energy and to break something or to break out is very Martian in nature. Then we have proteins. We have migraines, which is interesting as well. It makes what the more you read this, the more it just makes so much sense. It's like wow that's that's so obviously so martian you know um odors pungent odors really really strong pungent odors which that makes sense too because when you smell something that fucking stinks you know you want to get away from it like it's just like a it's it's disturb it's disturbing and mars is to fuck up shit right so it's disturbing you and it's disturbing your senses it's not pleasant like a venus smell would be so a pungent odor would cause people to be upset to be divisive to fight to like a pungent odor can separate a crowd you know everybody's like just trying to get away like trying to just like it's almost like you're you're fighting to save your sense of smell from something so <laughs> from something so like um volatile you know what i mean so um and you quickly want to get away from it you know what i mean so it's interesting now each planet in astrology has its strongest placement and its weakest placement mars is the strongest in its domicile signs which is its home signs it feels comfortable it feels at home it's doing what it needs to be doing which is its martian competitive egotistical thing in scorpio and in aries then we have the two signs that mars is the weakest in it doesn't really perform its best it's what it's doing is kind of in conflict with the nature of what it is and that is Taurus and Libra. So as I'm painting this picture, you should now be beginning to see what I'm talking about and why I'm kind of questioning the whole thing of can a Libra or a Taurus really weaponize love? You know, if Mars is a planet that is designed to fight, is designed to be egotistical is designed to cause strife is it possible that a taurus or libra can do that in any way 
you know, there's the argument that because you have a weak Mars placement, let's say you have a Mars in Taurus or a Mars in Libra, because you have such a weak placement, you need to have maybe other people stand up for you, other people fight for you, or you're not as passionate about things, you're not as aggressive when it comes to striving for your goals and things and so you need to raise your fire by doing um activities that would constitute to building that mars energy up like you know maybe taking some um martial arts or doing something athletic or just be even even just being around people that are more martian in nature can help you learn how to do that in an effective way right but you are who you are at the end of the day. You are who you are. So at the end of the day, Mars in Taurus and Mars in Libra is still Venus because Taurus is ruled by Venus and Libra is ruled by Venus. So if you have a Mars in Taurus or Libra, it's still in a Venus kind of energy. You know, it's still, Mars is still not performing at its best. Now, with that being said, is it possible? Is it possible that they can still weaponize love? When you look at what Venus is, Venus is of love and beauty. Venus wants everyone to get along. It wants everything to be beautiful and aesthetically pleasing and pleasurable to the senses and harmonious, right? You may say, well, Nirvana, like, Venus can get pretty, there's a kind of like a sharpness to Venus as well because it's the opposite side of Mars, right? Venus is, fills in what Mars doesn't have basically. So, I mean, if Mars is aggression, Venus would be passive aggression, right? And yeah, I, I guess that's true. Right? I guess that's one way to look at it. But Venus is love. So is it even possible? That's what I'm saying. Like, if you just look at the archetypes of what these planets are, Venus is not designed to to have any sort of unpleasantry and this is what makes astrology so fascinating and so interesting as being humans and having different charts that have different mars signs and different venus's signs right and they're all colliding and clashing in everyday life you know when we meet people when we talk to people when we get into relationships with people it's so fascinating but let's just say let's let's bring it to the sun let's bring it to the sun the sun is the biggest planet so your sun is basically who you are right let's forget about your mars your venus forget all that let's say you have a sun in taurus or you have a sun in Libra. Are you even capable of weaponizing love? 
maybe maybe you might have a mars in aries or a mars in scorpio which is the strongest mars right so how you go about things um you have a stronger drive and stronger ambition to when you're when you're striving to achieve things or when you're in fight mode right but is it even is it still even possible because your son is literally who you are like is it even is it is it possible is it possible to weaponize love and that's literally what makes astrology so nonsensical but at the same time so like logical like it makes no sense how someone that has a son in a venus ruled sign like taurus or libra would be able to possess the ability to hurt another person another being that's so contradictory to what they are you know what i mean it's like okay wow just because you have a mars in aries that overpowers you know your sun which is your biggest planet in libra which is all about love you you still shouldn't be for me for me you still shouldn't be able to weaponize love but we but it's possible because a taurus can still hurt you if they have a strong mars like a mars in aries or something they could still tech technically weaponize love they could be a murderer you know not saying that all <laughs> not saying that all tauruses with mars and aries are murderers but i'm just saying like because that mars energy is so strong they can hurt people they can definitely they can definitely do that right and so but for me it's just it's just so nonsense because it's like ah how is that possible your son is in a venus sign the identity of who you are is love is beauty is aesthetic you shouldn't be you shouldn't have the ability to even do that you know and that's what makes astrology so worth talking about and so interesting worth diving into and so nuanced i basically say this to my clients all the time that you know the energy of your son is not always something that is embodied by you right away sometimes it's something that you have to literally grow into as you mature through life and so you could have your son in one sign and that could be who you are and what you're here to kind of the mission that you're kind of here to fulfill but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that that's how you are now you know, it's kind of like you're you're still in training, like you're a baby form, <laughs> you're like a chibi form of that vibration until you age and mature and go through all these, you know, Saturn returns and all these different kind of astrological cycles in your life that constitutes to you becoming the vibration of the sun which is like what you're here to accomplish and how your soul wants to express itself in its full mastery, right? But anyway, that's just a side note. I went off on a little bit of a, of a tangent. But yeah, so basically back to this whole topic that literally doesn't make sense because the world doesn't make sense, because humans are complex, because God can't be defined or understood, you know, because it's just forever simple, but forever complex. 
yeah <laughs> so love right i guess one of the things that we can do to kind of understand how this is even possible is really diving into love itself you know because like with anything in life there's higher manifestations and there's low ma manifestations right and then also there's like different types of love you know you can have someone that's jealous of you or someone that hates you and that's a form of love that's like more of a lower manifestation of love right to weaponize something in a nutshell is basically to use something to harm someone because there's lack of love, right? There's lack of love um, and your intention is to harm someone or to interrogate someone or to kind of strip power away from someone and, and exert your own power, right? And all of that is done with the absence of love. If Mars is truly the weakest in Taurus and Libra, that means it's more prone to manifesting its lower kind of manifestations, exhibiting more traits that are similar to weaponization, manipulation, because it doesn't feel like it's powerful enough and it, or it has any power of its own. So it has to resort to other means of kind of expressing its power, right? And in that way, maybe we can see how Mars in Libra and Mars in Taurus can weaponize love because essentially it's manifesting from its lowest point, from a state where it's not functioning at its peak, right? If it was functioning at its peak, it wouldn't even be concerned with trying to assert its power or anything like that. It would be just being what, doing what it normally does. So there is one kind of example of how we can kind of look at it. And I mean, there's so many ways in which we can kind of see what a Mars in Libra or what a Mars in Taurus is doing and try and kind of associate that with weaponizing love. Even when I mentioned passive aggressiveness earlier, that's another way. That's another way, right? Because ultimately, there's, I guess, a scale of weaponization. I guess if we really want to get deep into, the, into things, um, there's a scale in which there's like light weaponization and there's like heavy weaponization. And I think that a Mars in Taurus and a Mars in Libra can weaponize love, even though it's contrary to its own nature. But I think it's more on a lighter scale compared to Scorpio and 
Aries, which would probably be the masters at weaponizing love, right? And then we can even say with those two signs too, on the opposite side of the spectrum, we can even say, does that mean that Scorpio and Aries, they don't possess any love? You know what I mean? <laughs> a Venus in Scorpio and a Venus in Aries, that means they don't know how to love. They don't know how to be receptive, which is something that's, you know, Venusian is, is more receptiveness and kind of going with uh, the balance of things. They come in full force and then they're, they're very um, self-focused signs too because they're ruled by Mars. So they're very self-focused. It's, it's about, it's more about sexual energy and self-serving energy. Which is un, which is completely what Venus is not about. Venus is about the other and the balance and the togetherness, whereas Mars separates. So does that mean that Aries and and Scorpios, Venus and Aries and Venus and Scorpios, they don't know how to love at all, you know, or they don't possess any love at all? In a perfect world where everything is just logical and linear and nothing blurs into one another venus should not be able to weaponize at all because venus doesn't venus and weaponization is literally an oxymoron venus in no way should be able to sit here and be like i'm gonna take you down or i will conquer you you know but we're not living in a perfect world. We're living in a world where you have people with Venus in Scorpios, which is a Mars ruled sign. You know, Venus in Scorpios like myself, that's just like, our love is just like, when we love you, like we will take you down. Like our love is explosive. Like, you know what I mean? And astrology, I guess is just interesting in that way. It's interesting. And it really does explain how we're all so different, you know? If you have a Mars in Aries, you're probably a guy that is very strong-willed, very passionate about things, very loud, <laughs> very loud and very kind of direct when it comes to things that you want in life and striving for any any kind of goals that you have if you want to fight someone you will fight someone you know what i mean you're you're pretty much a very direct type of individual um even when it comes down to how you have sex you are very kind of a direct kind of individual um when it comes to your friends also you know, they they know you as someone that is very competitive, maybe very athletic, and someone that can maybe be a little bit of a hothead, but has a has a great heart, you know? If your Mars is in Taurus, then you are definitely someone that doesn't have the strongest Mars placement. You know, you're more focused on things of beauty of harmony making sure 
things are kind of practical and balanced, you know, you are definitely someone that likes and enjoys good food and likes things to kind of be simple. Um, you're not really someone that li likes a whole bunch of complicated um, things. You're kind of straightforward, just like Mars and Aries, but you're a little bit less enthusiastic about things. Um, you like to take things kind of step by step and make sure that everything that you do do, even if you do, you know, end up, let's say, like in a fight or something, you like to kind of make sure you are at least graceful when it comes down to it. And let's, let's say, um, <laughs> let's say like you ended up in a fight or something, you know, you would probably be someone that if the fight was was photographed or, or video shot or whatever, even if you lost the fight, you'd probably look really great losing the fight because they just have Venus as um, as their Mars sign. So yeah, Mars and Tauruses are motivated by money as well. They're very ambitious when it comes to money and they're another sign that doesn't necessarily kind of go full force for the things that they want they will kind of go about it in a more more feminine more kind of stylish um kind of suave kind of way and when they're having sex they definitely like to make sure they set the mood make sure everything's kind of right make sure they get like a massage in or they give a massage um things of that nature it's all about the kind of pleasing the five senses that taurus rules mars and gemini is all about being intellectually stimulated this mars sign if you have this mars sign placement you definitely like to talk <laughs> um you like to debate you you're definitely someone that is pretty smart you know and will destroy anybody verbally like if it's a verbal altercation if it's a debate if it's some sort of um thing where you need to showcase your intellectual capabilities you're definitely going to come out on top um these guys definitely love to talk a good game sometimes they might not always be able to back it up that depends on their sun sign but they're definitely going to talk a good game and outwit you they're always kind of 10 steps ahead of you this mars sign doesn't have a lot of focus as well it's kind of um scatterbrained a little bit so you can notice yourself always multitasking they love to exchange ideas they love to have you know all sorts of different conversations they'll literally talk to you about anything and and they can switch up topics and they're very fun people to kind of talk to and they're people that definitely live more in the moment as well and they have a very youthful way about themselves too they have a very youthful comedic way about them they're they're, they're pretty funny and they definitely are probably very good at 
sex talk. And then we have Mars in Cancer. Mars in Cancer is another sign or another placement that's not very strong as well. Cancer is a water sign and it deals with emotional kind of things. And Mars is kind of just like wants to get things done and wants to have fun and go on different adventures and stuff. And so when you put Mars in the sign of Cancer, it's not really where it likes to be. Um, but Cancers, Mars and Cancers are people that are very domestic. They are very nurturing type of people. Um, they make for really great friends and great family members. Um, although that's debatable because maybe they could have like, you know, emotional outbursts or something. But for the most part, you know, they are very protective of their family and they probably are people that want to definitely have their own family one day um, for various reasons. They concern themselves with being homebodies and maybe they might kind of be guys that know how to cook really well or that are mama's boys you know those are the type of people that would have like uh, mars and cancer because the moon is the ruler of cancer um mars and cancer people are they kind of are dictated a lot by the moon so their emotions can kind of um be dictated by the moon and what the moon's doing and so their mood can kind of be a little bit unpredictable sometimes they could come out swinging sometimes they could not come out swinging and you're like oh shit i thought that they would have been really pissed off and it's just like the moon fluctuates so much that they're always in a different mood so they're they're a sign that can kind of be a little bit dangerous too because you never really know how hot the temperature is the, the, the water you know you never really know what's if it's boiling hot or if it's kind of like super cold so that's a little bit about mars and cancer then you have mars and leo mars and leo guys are all about making sure that the spotlight is on them and even if they're not the ones making sure that the spotlight is on them they definitely always tend to attract the spotlight because leo is ruled by the sun so you put mars in the sign of leo which leo is ruled by the sun they're definitely going to always attract a lot of sunny days um <laughs> no pun intended they're always going to kind of lighten up the mood whenever they come around you you're going to notice that a mars in leo as as a friend is definitely someone that jokes a lot is definitely someone that will pick you up when you're down and highlight some of your best qualities um they're super creative people they're always talking about themselves even when they don't really notice it but they're always kind of talking about themselves and talking about things that they want to do and stuff but i guess they can also you know talk about things about you too and and highlight things put a spotlight on some of the things that you some of the abilities that you possess that they really like and that they really admire or appreciate and um they'll definitely always make you look good they always are concerned with always appearing their best and looking their best and smelling their best and getting the freshest cut and you know getting the most kind of admirers and they just like to have a lot of attention on them they like the attention and 
is something that's really you know it's really fun for them and it really lights them up and it really makes them feel like their creativity is being seen and they're being admired and rightfully so because they're guys that have a lot of creativity um a lot of generosity very generous people some of the best people you actually ever meet they want to live life to the fullest and they definitely have a heart of gold so they want you to live life to the fullest as well mars and virgo if you have a mars and virgo then you're definitely someone that is probably would describe yourself as average um mars and virgos don't like a lot of attention um or not even that they don't like it, but they're kind of just indifferent about it. They're just like, okay, whatever. Um, they're pretty grounded and humble individuals because Virgo's an earth sign and it's Virgo's ruled by Mercury as well. And so you put Mars in a sign like Virgo, which is earth and Mercury, you get someone that's very grounded, very kind of practical. Um, they don't have, a, they're not very theatrical or dramatic like Mars and Leo's. But they can be very witty, they can be very intellectual and very smart aleck. Um, but Mars and Virgo is definitely motivated by helping others. They're the signs that really are the most helpful of the entire zodiac and they will help you, they will basically fix your life. If your life is a mess, they will organize that shit so clean spot on and accurately that you'll just be like oh shit like thank you bro thank you you know um they're not competitive obviously because they're not in a fire sign but yeah they're an earth sign they're they're more concerned with making sure everything is stable making sure they're being a helpful person a helpful friend um, sometimes they can take it too far and kind of get invasive in your shit when you didn't really ask them to. Um, but they they come from it from a from a from a good place. Like they just really really want to help. And when they see problems, they just know the best ways of correcting problems and stuff. Um, but yeah, they could be a little bit OCD with shit. <laughs> They're also the classic men who are you know. Um, gentlemen in the streets freaking the sheets definitely now we come to mars in libra and that's where mars is in the sky currently so everybody's kind of feeling this influence mars went into libra around september 15th 2021 um like last weekish, and so mars in libra these are men that are charmers they again are ruled by venus so they definitely love to be very fashion forward they always look good they always smell good they're always symmetrically aesthetically pleasing in not just what they do but how they speak how they present themselves um they always have admirers more or less these are people that are always kind of talking to multiple kind of love interests um they can be a little bit passive as well when it comes to striving for any kind of goals or anything like that um unless they have other placements of course 
these are guys that will definitely use their looks to get ahead in life and you know more power to them you sh whatever you have in life that you're blessed up with by the most high definitely use that to your advantage so these are guys that will definitely do that um they can be like, very indecisive when it comes to making decisions or when it comes to deciding on on what they want to do or when it comes to making a, a a plan and executing it they can be kind of indecisive and go back and forth weighing the pros and cons of different things but when they finally come to the decision that's when i guess they kind of go for it this is another sign that definitely loves pleasure so they love you know good wine or alcohol they can indulge in stuff like that um they love sex of course i mean like everyone does but you know i mean like a venus ruled mars sign is definitely loves to be pleasured and loves loves women definitely a ladies man and a smooth talker because libra is an air sign and air is definitely all about communication and intellect and you know using your words in a very smooth elegant way like they have a they have a lot of finesse to them and then if you have your mars and scorpio you are definitely someone that is very intense you would describe yourself as intense um, other people would describe you as intense um, you can have this like laser focused um thing about yourself when you are working on something or when you're actively pursuing something um you will not stop like you are just hell-bent on making sure you succeed and oftentimes you will you have a very magnetic kind of personality to you and you can draw things to yourself pretty easily a lot of um women probably find you sexy um, a lot of people with strong feminine energy probably find you sexy and they always are intrigued by you. You have a, a very mysterious aura that's also very like charismatic um, and you're, you're a very deep individual. Like you don't mind kind of talking about the deeper kind of things and exploring the deeper kind of emotions and spectrums of life that bring up deeper kind of emotions like you're you're there like you, you don't run away from things like that if someone if a friend of yours you know had someone that passed away like you're not someone that'll just be like oh like my condolences like you'll be like yo do you want me to like come through like do you need anything do you um i i got you man like i'm here for you you know whatever you need just just call me let me know you're the type of friend that people call on like late in the morning to come save them from this crazy ass situation and you show up like you know you're down for your friends you're you're very deep when it comes to all aspects of whatever you invest your energy in you're a very deep um individual and you have a lot of very powerful energy that people can kind of be a little bit intimidated by or they want to tone you down or they want to kind of imitate you and not give you credit for shit like different kinds of things can happen with mars in scorpios um and basically they're also like you know the kings of sex and the kings of sexual energy especially when they know how to use it to get what they want and to manifest what they want they're basically like the most powerful mars sign um next to aries but because scorpio 
because Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto, this makes this Mars sign like the most powerful out of all the Mars signs. Mars in Sagittarius. So Mars in Sagittarius is a sign that is definitely all about going on these grand adventures and learning and kind of experiencing different things, different cultures, different types of relationships, different types of experiences, different types of uh, people. They like to, they're the traveler. So they get lit up about traveling to different places and they love going on exotic trips. And because Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius, they like abundance. They, they have a very big personality. They have a very big heart. They have, everything about them is pretty, is big. Even if they're not physically big, like they have a very big kind of presence about themselves. Whether it be like the way that they laugh, you know, can just light up a room. Almost like Mars and Leos, how they have such a big grand personality. That's kind of like Mars and Sagittarius's. But Sagittarius's are also concerned with the philosophical questions of life. They want to get to the broader meanings of why things are the way that they are and they really have a lot of contemplation to them and in that way they want to travel the world and find these answers to different topics like religion you know astrology spirituality and all these kind of things they they're concerned about finding the truth and it's definitely pretty hard to tie them down because Sagittarius is always like looking up and aiming up and you know they're like half man half horse so they're always kind of on the go and stuff but like all the fire mars signs they have a youthful personality and they are very straightforward they don't give a fuck and they are kind of just like as you can tell i'm a mars and sagittarius because i just swore <laughs> i just cursed so they don't care like they're just like they they just want to live authentically them and be true to themselves before they find the truth in anything else they want to be true to themselves good luck seems to always follow them and they always are kind of protected by jupiter's kind of benevolence and they also have a lot of energy so they may not always know how to use that big expansive energy because it's just so much but being friends with them is like finding like a horseshoe or like a rabbit's foot or a four-leaf clover. They're lucky individuals and they rub some of that luck off onto you as well. You'll also notice that they have a personality that's very international. Like they definitely like learning about different cultures and different languages. You might notice that they speak different languages or they're from a different culture and or they have an accent or they date only foreign people like they have a very international kind of um, thing about themselves that is very apparent and they really love friends that they can just you know travel the world with and go on different adventures with that's what kind of lights them up and gets them passionate next is mars in capricorn 
And Mars in Capricorn is a very, very great placement to have. Mars is exalted in Capricorn, meaning that it performs at its best, you know, at its peak, at its most functional prime. It's, it's at its prime. It's literally, you know, Michael Jordan on some... Okay, I, I, <laughs> that was a bad analogy because I didn't know where I was going with that. But it's at its prime, you know, it's at, it's at its prime. It's like Kobe, half-court, shot, clutch, boom, at the two-second mark. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that type of energy. Mars and Capricorn is great because Mars wants to get stuff done, Mars wants to achieve things, and Capricorn wants to get stuff done, and Capricorn wants to achieve things. Capricorn is concerned with, you know, building and creating generational wealth and creating businesses, creating um, more stability and being the boss and kind of being the CEO and attaining success you know even to some degree self-mastery and so this is a great placement mars and capricorn guys can be very much workaholics they can be constantly at work and they have a lot of energy i think it's impossible for them to be broke i think it's impossible for them to be lazy they're very good at capitalizing on things and starting businesses and being entrepreneurs. They have a very business mindset and they're very goal oriented. So that's really good for Mars. It gives Mars kind of an objective to conquer or, or a challenge to complete. And with that stamina and that um, passion of Mars, and the stamina of Capricorn, they can complete it, you know? So it's it's a very good pairing. Um, these are, these guys are the friends that are kind of, you won't see them a lot because they're busy grinding, they're busy kind of working away. And these are also the guys that will definitely hook you up with a job. Like if you need a job, they got you. You know what I mean? Like, they want to see you win as well. And when they do let loose, like, they're awesome, you know? Because as much as they work hard, they play hard, too. And, but they just really, working is what gives them, is what they're all about. They just love to just be productive. They love productivity. They love, you know, setting a goal for themselves and climbing that mountain and, you know, getting that trophy that they can display in their brand new house, their brand new second house. Not the one that has the pool and the Porsche in the driveway, not that one. The second one that's literally has like a tennis court. These are Mars and Capricorn individuals. <laughs> Mars and Aquarius, these are some of the most interesting individuals you will ever meet they're definitely people who think outside the box they don't think like the average joe um like the average mars in virgo <laughs> no shade but like they don't they're, they're very innovative with their thinking because uranus is the planet that rules aquarius and so you put mars in aquarius which is 
a Uranus ruled sign and you get someone that's almost a genius, you know, when they do things, other people doesn't, don't really understand what they're doing and how they got to that, but it works and they create a whole new kind of way of doing something that benefits like everyone. You know, these are the, these are the type of people I'm just thinking back to when I was a kid. These are the type of people that I would see that are like, and granted, I don't know if any of them had Mars in um, Aquarius, but these people would be like in the hood and like selling like freezies. You know, they would turn their whole house into a studio where they would invite people over to record in their home studio or they'd be selling 50 cent freezies for the whole community like things like that they're very community oriented very brotherhood oriented and they like doing things and coming up with innovative ideas for the whole community they get very lit up about things that are happening to society as a whole or the community as a whole and they're the first kind of people to speak out about that even though you might be like like where where did you come from like you never you're never even here how did you even know this is happening like they're definitely they're not always there but that's because they're always working on some kind of next scientific kind of thing to to they're, they're working on shit they actually want to do shit and they're creating shit to actually help so when they come out of their kind of laboratory and they see some mess like they're the first people to kind of speak on it um, they're just really passionate in that way but these Aquarius is literally the sign of friendship too so these can be some of the greatest friends you'll ever probably personally have um, but they're friends with everybody you know they're, they're friends with everybody they think everyone should be on an equal kind of playing field and everybody should just have a role and their place in society and that should be respected you know they're all about rights and equality and anything that kind of threatens that they definitely unleash their mars energy out on and finally you have mars and pisces and mars and pisces is the last water sign mars and pisces is very connected to the spiritual realm these are people that will often talk about their spiritual experiences or maybe supernatural experiences or these are even people that may have just heightened abilities and they can experience a lot of paranormal kind of events or situations or karmic kind of events or situations that feel familiar or that feel like deja vu um these guys have a lot of compassion and they hold a lot of unconditional love for people um, they can take on other people's kind of emotions and problems they can take them home and, and can kind of um, tire them out they can be very empathetic people or they can be empaths as well um, they're very sensitive because they're a water sign and they're a sign that's ruled by neptune and so neptune is a planet that does cause a lot of kind of fog and mist and it's very it's very nebulous like you don't really you can't really see clearly and so they can have a lot of rose-colored glasses they are friends that you definitely have to explain things over to them multiple times because it's just like they just don't 
they just they're just not practical like their opposite sign mars and virgo they're not practical they're completely in the clouds when it comes to certain things so you have to kind of like you know steer them in the direction that they need to be going because sometimes they can just drift off into the clouds and just be lost they don't really sometimes know even what they really want to do with life um these can be people that you know just like they smoke a lot you know they just smoke every day they're just smoking they're just drinking or they're just they just have some sort of thing that they do to cope with reality because Pisces energy just has a really hard time with being in 3D reality and physical physical like reality but on the plus you know they're very creative they're they're the most creative and so when they can use that creativity and really harness it they can be literally famous for the things that they create whether that be fashion music um dance you know pisces rules the feet so they're probably really good dancers um and they could probably sweep you off your feet and they could probably kill you in a dance battle like they're awesome dancers most of them um because pisces rules the feet they love film they could have very strong ambitions to be in the film industry or to be in any kind of creative industry you could probably know them as people that are very into the church very religious or some of them can be like gospel singers things of that nature um, because pisces does have a kind of association with christ and religion and spirituality so these can be very spiritual people they are the biggest romantics these guys are the biggest romantics and they definitely love to be in that euphoric state of love and most of them would probably say that they're hopeless romantics and yeah so that's mars in all the 12 zodiac signs so to bring the podcast to a close you know taurus and libra being two signs that are ruled by Venus technically shouldn't be able to weaponize love but maybe just maybe because these two are technically the love experts of the zodiac they know better than the rest of us how to actually use it in ways that we don't even know is possible I guess that's what those two signs in Mars show us, you know, the way in which love, which we originally thought is love, can actually be used as a weapon. But I don't know. Maybe I should ask some Libras and Tauruses, either suns and Libras and suns and Tauruses, or Mars and Libras and Mars and Tauruses specifically, or people that have both of those placements and ask them what they think and maybe in another episode i'll let you guys know what they say so thanks for listening in to another episode of the pluto shine seismic effect and yeah if you want me to dive into your mars sign or your venus sign definitely hit me up on my website olrakojo.com and yeah, I also have, oh, this is something new. Well, actually something old. So 
my most popular readings, the Mercury Retrograde readings, they're back on the website because Mercury is literally turning retrograde next week on the 26th. And so if you want to get a Mercury Retrograde reading, I definitely would recommend it. Um, this is the last Mercury Retrograde of 2021, so I'm bringing back this service. Definitely check that out. The first 25 people are going to get 25% off of their reading, so be one of those 25 people to get 25% off and book your consultation today. And yeah, if you haven't already, check out my uh, Full Moon and Pisces video. It's the first forecast video that I've done on my YouTube, Commander Pluto Shine. Um, definitely check that out. There's a wealth of information in that video. And I will be back on Thursday with another podcast episode. But until then, this is your commander signing off. Godspeed.